That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, do you know about Secret Menu? It's the subscription tier of the A Thing or Two newsletter that goes deep. Shopping guides, market roundups, answers to reader questions, and a whole bunch of resources we swear by. Secret Menu subscribers receive an exclusive newsletter every Thursday and access to an archive of all of our content, even Monday newsletters dating back to 2012. It's four bucks a month and you can cancel anytime. Sign up at a thing or two hq.com. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will be weekly access to men members only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two hq. You know who I just have been loving and loving and loving and then I just, she keeps making me love her more? Who? Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, there's a lot to love about this character. She's so lovable. I mean, I, the thing that did it, that like just reminded me once again, but I feel like I do get these reminders more than quarterly, honestly, but like on, at least quarterly at yeah, a minimum. Yeah, yeah. She posted a video of her teaching her daughter how to use a compound drill. They're building a table together. No context for like why, when, how. I think they're building a table together because they're building a table yeah, together. Yeah, and it. it is. One of these, let's say, 30, 45 second clips of just her daughter trying to figure out how to use a drill. And it is such an incredible parenting moment. It is so rich. At one point, she's like, lean into it, lean into it. And her daughter stumbles a little bit. And she goes, you might hurt yourself. That's part of the deal. You might hurt yourself. That's part of the deal is everything. It was like everything that matters. You might hurt yourself. That's part of the deal. Then 10 seconds later, she notices her daughter's hands are so muddy. And she's like, show me your hands. What's going on with your hands? And she's like, oh, well, I was making mud pies. And I'm just like, you're just such a, you're giving your kids such a good life. She's making mud pies and using a compound drill and you're letting her hurt herself with compound drill because that is part of life. And just the whole coaching through it. I mean, I- and she did not step in at any point. She, she does just, not. Yeah. It was so hard for me not to reach through the phone and like grab the drill from the girl because <laughs> that's who I am as a parent and I don't want to be, but I can't help it. And it was a very She's good modeling parenting. behavior for Yeah, you. it was yes. a very yeah, yeah, good yeah. parenting lesson for me of just like, it's fine, it's fine. Just let her do the drill. I encourage you to go to Brandy's Instagram and watch it if if Brandy appeals to you at all because it's just one of these who incredible. Wait, who wouldn't Brandy appeal to? That's right. I agree. I just love her. The Joni Mitchell stuff that she early was that, it was it was last year at the at like end of at summer at the Newport Folk, Folk Festival yeah. when yeah, she yeah, basically yeah. she and it's not just at Newport Folk but she basically has been 
shepherding Joni through this period of her life, keeping her in the mix and keeping her doing music and making music and performing music after Joni's had these health problems. And she's basically been like, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to support you in this. I'm going to support you. I'm going to chaperone. I'm going to organize for you. I'm going to like, I. it's important to me that you keep making music. And so I'm going to organize these, A, an appearance for you, B, people coming to your house and doing these like music sessions with you. It's, ugh, it's so beautiful. The thing that I really have taken to about her is her inclination to like write a letter yes. to any to anyone for anything, yes. whether it's that's just to show her love for their work or to like make mm -hmm. a big ask. It also reminded me of basically just the power of letter writing and the muscle of sitting down and being yes. like, I'm going to write this thing, which reminds me of Gina Hamity talking about her mm. thank you note and yep. just getting into the practice of writing a thing that yeah. is not just like a text yes. and telling people that you appreciate them. And then obviously the high women, Claire, the high women. I we You've seen them live, right? Not not on purpose, but as a gift. Like right, I'd as a surprise. love to see yeah. the high women live. If They're I could incredible. see the high women in concert, I absolutely would. I saw them guest at a Maren Morris concert in Nashville. It was her last stop on her tour. And they came out for two songs, Crowded yeah. Table and Redesigning Women. It included Cheryl Crow, oh, who my like God. You know what? I would like to file her under the same group of people. Yeah. Of, like people who it's like Flea and Brandy Carlisle and Cheryl Crow and people who are just in like the Hall of Fame, like people that basically deserve talk shows. Yeah. Yes. This is my thing about Brandy Carlisle. I'm like, she's such a compelling character. I just I want her to be on before Drew Barrymore, after Drew Barrymore. I totally, totally. Uh, yeah, let's give her Drew Barrymore's audio. Let's just bring it right in. Like after. Drew Barrymore, Kelly Clarkson and Brandy Carlisle. Perfect. Right? Yes. That's who should be having talk shows right now. And and let's give one to Cheryl Crow too. But Brandy I think Cheryl would want late night. Yeah. And I think we should give her late night. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And I think Flea would want late night too. And I know we don't need more white men on late night television. These people are so important to me. Them as people might be more important to me than their music, in fact. Oh, yeah. Um, totally, totally, totally. Oh, the other Brandy Carlisle thing, an old childhood friend, this woman, Carly Shiraki, who is now a performer, like mostly like a children's entertainment performer, posted this thing on Instagram where she was singing on stage with Brandy Carlisle. It's what? an outdoor concert. And I was like, oh my God, Carly, what is happening? And they were singing Crowded Table. And I was like, what's going on here? And basically she had gone to this thing that I didn't know existed. It's called, I think it's called Brandy Carlisle presents girls just want a weekend. And it's like a weekend of girl music and girls attending. It's like a, a festival. It's a yeah. music, but I think it's maybe a little bit of like an all inclusive resort situation too, with just Brandy Carlisle and her friends performing music. It's like a cruise, but docked. Yeah. It's, uh, it's to, a Brandy Carlisle cruise. <laughs> well, what's, listen, there's a lot of a cruise yeah. content, the goop cruise, yes. the this, the that. Listen, everybody's yeah. got a cruise. It, so it is like that, but basically, so, and Carly doesn't know Brandy or anything. She just went to this weekend and got pulled up on stage or volunteered to get up on stage. And she's like, I, this was like a, like a life-changing moment for me to be up on stage performing with her and singing Crowded Why do Table. I have chills right now? Oh, oh, I cried like chills. I don't know this no, person, no, I, but I have chills for her. Wait until you, I'll show you the video because I had chills for her. It was so moving. And then she basically said that like, I, her, she started following Brady Carlisle a few years ago, like discovered her music, I think maybe through the high woman and had a similar experience to us where she kept consuming content from and about Brandy Carlisle and was like, I'm fucking obsessed with this woman and was like, yeah, I'm going to fully go to this cruise on land weekend. She has a memoir I haven't yes, read. Yes, Wild yeah. Horses. Yeah. Brandy Carlisle for president, you know, and Flea and Cheryl Crow on the same ticket. 
Yeah, let's throw Drew Barrymore in there. I like Kelly Clarkson too. Okay, something else we wanted to talk about, summer dressing. Yeah. And because we evolve so much and we solve lots of problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we talked d- about this last year. We I talked- mean, but here's why, Erica. <laughs> I'm putting down my script. Here's why. Because it is an eternal problem. Yeah. Challenge. Conundrum. Every, every late spring, I start getting anxious and bent out of shape about it. Yeah. I hate being hot. And it's not just a me thing, you know. No, 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 It's no. that summer is hot and clothes are not conducive to being hot. No. And so it will forever be a challenge. The other thing I want to say, here's a way in which I'm growing, in which I'm demonstrating personal Please. growth. An awareness of the fact that I am very vulnerable in the summer months to buying clothes that are not at all my style. Yes. Because I am so much more interested in function than form. Yeah. So this often results in me buying like frilly, almost like lacy stuff because it's like- You do sometimes buy things right? that are like girly in the summer and you don't wear these. Because I you just don't, want yeah. something that's short, basically, and light. <laughs> and often that's like a sort of doe-in, like Hill House home vibe yeah. that is not my own. And that's perfectly lovely. And that's why I end up buying it. Because I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like, that's, that's pretty. Cute. It's cute. And then I get it and I'm like, this is not me at all. Yeah. But I end up buying that stuff. You're like, because why do I'm I like, have a romper I, now? Yeah, because it's like I want a beach vibe almost, you know? Because you that's the beach what's so much. Me. Yeah. I just, because <laughs> I just want something light and breezy. That's and right. the other thing I end up buying that it doesn't look good on me is a caftan. No, I, you know what? We did a big caftan business at Avocado. We did a huge caftan business. And I we think did. caftans are so great and yeah. they are not either of our vibes. They yeah. don't suit either of us really at all. Yeah. No, and, I, well, I just think there's just for certain free spiritedness that we lack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> accurate. It is a lie for either one of us to wear a caftan. That is absolutely right. I do think, though, it's a little bit that thing where like people always say that it's really easy to extract money from new parents because they're so desperate. Right. They're I was thinking like, the same. I was just like, the same. I just need well, to solve this problem and to do it like immediately. It's, it's, yes. Anytime you enter a new, you're in a, like yeah. a transitional moment, mm-hmm. it is much easier yeah. to sell things to people because you're they're like, desperate. fix my problem. Yes. And if I just have a dress, it will solve everything. Again, to bring up a meme, I sent you a meme <laughs> in the fall that was like, ah, it's that beginning to be that time of year where I think if I just find the perfect sweater, it will solve <laughs> all of my problems. That, it's that, yeah. but the summer dress. The perfect sweater doesn't exist. The yeah. perfect dress doesn't exist. <laughs> it's always about the dress for me, where I'm just like, if I could only find the, the perfect summer dress, my days would be so much easier. I've had two in my lifetime. Do you remember? I can't remember the label, but because I bought it at Guilt Group. I don't remember the brand, but you'll recall it. I wore it for many years until it got whole. It was a very thin woven linen navy dress that had buttons all the way down the front and had a tie and uh-huh. it was spaghetti strap. Yes, of course. That was it for a long time. Yeah, it was totally. like knee length. Yeah, it it ticked all the boxes. And then it was the a piece. Of and part. what were the boxes? I mean, it, no bra, no waistline, no problem is yeah. for me. If you don't have it, you, you don't have a tight waistline. You can wear it without a bra. And a big thing, too, like you can wear it with flats or sneakers, but you can also sort of dress it up. Like you could throw yes, a heel on yes, if you yes, needed yes. to. Okay, great. I don't feel as strongly about the no bra thing because, you know, I've breastfed at this point. So I'm a little bit more open to a bra. Um, <laughs> you accept the reality of a bra. Yeah. And even like a light waistline, I'll do. Okay, here's another thing that yeah. it has to be. It has to be like sort of plain enough that you could wear it three days a week. Totally, 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 totally. I think, yeah, I think it, for me, it has to be an easy fit, but yes. it can't be a tent. 
Because yes. I think for a while I did go through a period of just wearing tent dresses. But one, it's too much fabric to be carrying around. Yes. On your person. Yes. And then two, I like will see myself in pictures of these things. And I'm like, I why? Why, yeah. why yeah. was that the decision mm-hmm. I was making? Controversial thought. I also think it should not have pockets. The two in my canon, neither of them had pockets. So I don't disagree here. Case in point. I yeah. mean, because I think that a pocket, first of all, it makes it bulkier. Yes. Like the I fabric. Agree. I agree. And second of all, if you're using the pocket yeah. at all, you're weighed down. You know what I mean? You're putting a yeah. phone in that pocket and then the suddenly yeah. the strap sticking into your shoulder and like yeah. whatever. Ah, oh, well, oh, the, the strap digging into your shoulder. We can't have it. So the other one of mine was this dress that you can actually find now, but the problem is you can't find it in the fabric that I liked. It's this a piece apart Josephina dress, but they've reissued it in like a tensile. It and didn't look right crin- It was like a crinkly cotton. Mine was this crinkly, almost like accordion cotton. I, don't- I love us talking about dresses you can't buy. I love it <laughs> for us. Well, I'm just saying a piece no, apart but- if you're listening. No. <laughs> No, I, I genuinely... Because I actually do think cotton or like linen, which is just a form of cotton, I believe, is very important. I also I think, think it has to be cotton. It has to be machine washable. Yes. I The idea of... Well, first of all, I, you know, I machine wash pretty much anything yes, I possibly do. can. Yeah. Um, I hate mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. things dry cleaned. I hate yeah. pretty much everything about the experience. It is like for me getting manicures at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would... In what world do I need to? Yeah. So the two it, most recently for mm-hmm. me, one was this Edith A. Miller striped cotton ribbed dress. I loved that dress. You always looked great in it. You could wear it to the beach. You could wear it to dinner. You really could wear it anywhere. I, it was like also just like a great rib. Yes. It was a perfect rib. It was and a black perfect and white stripe. striped and it was ribbed. It was very chic. Did you, is it just like threadbare at this point? It just it yeah. got to the point. Is I that mean, line still around? No. That's unfortunately, that line was so good. It was like a very cute stripey line. It was cool before yeah. cool. K-U-L-E. Yeah, it's hard to talk about. I like to call it cool. Cool. (laughs) And it was like maybe T-length, but fitted. It was great. It was good. It was a midi. Yeah. And then I have got last year this bias cut organic by John Patrick linen dress. Right. That he's not making this season. And and it's the one with the thicker straps, right? Like you could wear a bra with it. Yeah, exactly. Because I I do require wearing a bra, which also makes it hard shopping for summer dresses because many of them, you know, you can't wear a bra without showing a bra. And I don't mind a little bit of that. But like, I don't need a, yeah, I don't, I can't do a spaghetti strap. Does that one have pockets? Nope. Nope. I really believe that a no pocket is is the way to go. I think you, you might be right about that. I agree. Thank you so much to Fast Growing Trees for sponsoring today's episode. Um, Claire, you just came over earlier today to see my garden. I did. The star of my garden in this its early part of the year is the sunny knockout rose tree that I got from Fast Growing Trees this spring. So when I got it two months ago, it was already, it had like buds and it opened that week. And for the, wow. like for the whole two months since, it's been blooming. Um, and it has like a kind of like stick of butter color. It's like very, very Harling Ross approved. Like it's a very, it's, it's like, it's not a topiary, but it has that just like, sort of like, Ooh, what is going on here? Like a little bit more interesting than a standard rose bush because it's a tree. It's just delightful. I love it. Grassgrowingtrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy to grow plants, shrubs, and tree varieties for your unique climate. Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between. Happy plants, happy home, right? But sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best. No problem, because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to help keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. And with FastGrowingTrees' 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. 
Join over 1.5 million Happy Fast Growing Trees customers. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash a thing or two now to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash a thing or two. Thank you so much to the Natural Diamond Council for sponsoring today's episode. Think you know diamonds? Probably not as much as you think. Over a billion years old, the natural diamond is still very much a part of the present. Our engagement ring, the gift from a partner, or the jewelry we buy to celebrate a win sparks a lot of joy. But did you know that the stone is connected to 10 million people around the world? From Canada to Africa to Australia, the impact of the natural diamond industry is huge, providing healthcare, building schools, and roads to remote communities worldwide. Your natural diamond saves threatened species like the African elephant from extinction and protects more land than Paris, London, and New York City combined. Each natural diamond promises a more sparkling future for generations to come. Discover so many more natural diamond truths at naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you. That's naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you. I'm Cameron Esposito, and I have a lot of jobs. I'm an actor. You've seen me on ABC's A Million Little Things. I'm a stand-up comic, best-selling author, but I am no expert at survival. On my new podcast, Survivor Die Trying, we're going to learn together. From shark attacks to tsunamis and bad breakups, this is your one-stop shop to prepare for the absolute worst-case scenario. Join me and some special guests on Survivor Die Trying, a comedy podcast that prepares you for anything. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. I'm testing something out. It hasn't arrived yet. Tell Should me. come any minute now. It's the floor floor Esme dress. That's what I'm hoping might be this year's for me. I don't know. But oh, so floor floor well, is this t-shirt line somewhat recent and they just do cotton t-shirts. You know what it brings? To, it recalls Calder. Calder Blake. Yeah. I love Calder Blake. Blake. Good cuts like contemporary cuts. And it's just a. it's almost like a muscle tee shirt dress. I love a muscle tee. I've got my fingers crossed because it's also like it looks about to be about knee length. Comes in a black and a taupe. I'm starting with the black, but you know if it works, the taupe's coming right home too. I do know that. Yeah. I absolutely know that. So last year's episode, which yeah. we'll link to in the recap, we talked about day dresses, shorts. Jean shorts. Shorts and, and, yeah. and jeans. Yeah. Um, and so we will like link back to that. Yeah. But I would like to share our like go-to jean shorts. Yeah. Worth um, repeating for the non-completists. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ray, which it might be just pronounced Ray. What do you think? Ray? I think Ray. Spelled but again, R-A-E-Y. But again, you have you ha- if you just say Ray, how would anyone know it's spelled? how would anybody know? Spelled R-A-E-Y. It's matches house line. They have a phenomenal assortment of shorts. They're all really of denim shorts. They're really good. My go-to is the rivet cutoff, but I have to say the Tahiti Frayed, I've also tried on, and they're very cute. They're like super oversized in a way that's very cute. The sizing is batshit. You just have to order like 17 sizes and try them all. And it, and it's not transferable between styles. Oh, also. good. Yeah. The rivet cutoff, I really like. And I believe you size down. Like, I think they run large. And you discovered your pair last I year. I haven't worn jean shorts, like, seriously. Yeah. I had one pair of old navy jean shorts that I would You like. wore them jokingly. I, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only as a joke. I wore them, like, to the beach. But I, like, bought jean shorts last year that I feel really mm-hmm. good about for the first time in probably a decade. Yeah. They're these A-gold Parker long cutoff shorts. Mm-hmm. I think they probably are similar to this Tahiti Frayed cut. I was going to say, and this is a great note you have here. So they're like flared almost. They're like, you say they're A-line. And they're I like think A-line. That's, as in each leg is maybe they're like M-line. I don't know what yeah, the terminology no, but is. This is. I don't like, and I think this is also really important. Yeah. I don't like 
a tight jean short. I don't want denim hugging my legs. I want not. it to feel breezy. I want yeah. it to feel basically like I'm wearing a denim skirt, but yeah. I don't have the fears of yes. underwear exposure that you do with yes. a denim skirt. And this is what these provide. I think they are great. They feel chill. They feel easy. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're wonderful. I do think that finding your own personal denim short is an incredibly important part of building a summer wardrobe. It's critical. Critical. I do think the A-line thing is a good note and to look for that because also like loaded word incoming, but it's flattering. Yeah, loaded word incoming. But but also like I don't think it's ever really like flattering or comfortable mm-hmm. to have a, a short yeah. like tight on your leg. Yeah. It's just yeah. not it's it does nothing for me. No, I agree my life. with you. I yeah. agree with you on that. Are they high waisted or low waisted? Medium waisted. OK, which I also think is yeah. like a pretty good because yeah. like, I don't want them to be yeah. low and for me to be worried about that whole thing. Yeah. I just don't do a low waist at this yeah. point. But also like a high waisted short is not all that it's comfortable. It, it, and very it's not that comfortable. And it's a tough look. I, but I will say that the Tahiti freighter low, it doesn't bother me. But there are certain times where it's a certain shirt or something I'd want to wear and the shorts are too low for it. And that is a problem. I sent you this picture the other day that I am so scandalized <laughs> by. It's me in 2005. The pants are so low. I absolutely had to have gotten a bikini wax in order to be able to wear them. That's what was happening. It and was the, like you and Misha Barton just like. The pants you, were. It, remember <laughs> when the zipper was like a truly an inch? That's what it was. I yeah. couldn't. And like the pants were so low and the push up bra was so high. Like the well, boobs you had were to create so as much high. distance as much. Yeah, no. It, yeah. Long torso. Yeah. Yeah. You want people, you just want a long torso. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I didn't have a problem with it back then, but now nowadays it's a little more challenging. What are you doing for summer shoes? Well, we both got message sandals. Mm. So they have cork soles, mm-hmm. which I just love cork and I think yeah. it should be used in everything. And I don't understand why we're like dilly-dallying about just putting it everywhere. Putting it's it like, everywhere. It's antimicrobial. So it also just like, and a shoe, this is great. It stinks less. Great. They kind of are like athleisure sandals. Mm-hmm. They have like a thick elastic strap. They in, bring, You know what they are is they're like a cool version of the Steve Madden shoe that we all wore yeah. in junior high. They're like that shape, yeah. but grown up. Basically. Yeah. And they come in cool colors. You got the bright red. I got black. And they do feel like a very good solution for summer shoe. Yeah. Like something you can just like dick around in, yes. but then that doesn't look sloppy. I do think because they have the comfort of a Birkenstock Arizona with the style of a Steve Madden, what we wore in junior high, <laughs> that they are going to become really big. Totally. I think they're going to be everywhere. And I mean, I'm still wearing Birkenstock Arizonas. Me of too. Course. Well, like, I, I actually don't wear the Arizona, but I wear all the, you know, you wear, you wear plenty wear of Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. Yeah. Those are not going anywhere. Yeah. You have a good like sort of alt for this. Same kind oh, of like yes. footbed and shape, you know? Yes. Well, so first of all, I just want to say, I would like, before we move on to that, yeah, I am amazed by the endurance of the Birkenstock this time around. Me too. And I still think it looks great. Like, I I'm not too. tired of it. No, I'm, I'm going to keep fair, doing it. I never, it. like, fully went away. But I remember in that same era where I was wearing the very low-waisted pants, Birkenstocks were having a moment then. Yeah. They came back. Yeah. And they're just, I mean, th- this has been happening for a while. Yes. My alt to this is the Emmy Parson folded slide, which is so comfortable. I know there's still some available on her site. I hope she's still making new ones. They're, they have the Birkenstock sole, but they have a very cushy origami shaped strap. Like a is, leather strap. Yeah. Leather, but they also come in satin. Oh. They're reminiscent of those Celine origami ones, like Phoebe Philo era uh-huh, Celine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know what year. That were so cool looking, but if anybody ever had them, they know that they would really hurt your feet because the leather fold of the origami was really was stiff sharp. and sharp and hurts your feet. I own a pair. I track them down. 
took me forever on eBay. And the, I can torture. never wear them. They're so beautiful. I wear them with socks, though. Oh, They're that's cute good. with a sock. It's like an airport look. The other thing, I just still love a ballet flat. I mean, I always have. And I do you think, always have. And they I've, look really nice on you. I've never stopped wearing them. So I'm thrilled. They're cool again. But I do think they look really cute with especially like a frayed jean short. I like that. It's kind of an Amy Winehouse look now that I'm now that I'm saying it out loud. Extremely. I'm realizing. Extremely. I am very loyal to the Repettos. What are those cute velvet Mary Janes you have? Yeah. Who makes them? That Italian company. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look. Okay. <laughs> Drogaria. Crivellini Mary Janes, which come in a ton of colors. And they have And they're these, super classic. Yeah, they're super classic. The shape is like super yeah. classic. I have some velvet ones, but they make yeah. satin ones mm-hmm. that are much more summery. And they have like a bike tire kind of sole, Not which is just really nice. I, I don't feel bad if I'm wearing them and then like the weather is kind of right. shitty. You know what I mean? Which a mm-hmm. lot of like a, a leather sole ballet flat or whatever, I would not. Um, yes. Yeah. The other Mary Janes that people really like, Harling Ross swears by these. And then um, the strategist writer, Eric of the Rank, wrote a piece about them, the Rothy's Mary Janes, which are pretty chic. And like Rothy's whole thing is being, you know, comfy, but yes. just like a very simple black And they Mary have Jane. a little point. They kind of have yeah. a pointed toe. Well, or? there's two. One oh, has okay. a pointy toe and one is a round toe. But I think I think they're like quite remarkably comfortable and look pretty sleek. The other thing, I mean, this is a gazillion dollars, but I do think the row flat, ballet flat is so chic. Like the sort of like- Well, duh. Obviously. <laughs> but you know who else does that? You know who's chic, the row. Okay, here's something that I'm in search of. Mm-hmm. A low, yes, open toe mule that can do like any outdoor event, that can dress something up, and it can be shoved into a suitcase. But I, it has a heel you want? It has a heel. I want a low heel. I've just like never in my life said I wanted a heel. I mean, I really? do. I just, of course I do. I have to have them. Like everybody, some things just demand it, but I'm just never in I search mean of like it. inch and a half. Even that. Just, I think that's so comfortable to stand in for a yeah, long time. Okay. Whereas like an actual flat flat yeah. is not. Mm, like, a, okay. you know what I mean? Like yeah, a no, leather yeah, sold, yeah. just like a flat sandal. Yeah. My like Achilles yeah, starts no, like I driving me right. nuts yeah, after yeah. a while. And I'd rather have yeah. the like yeah, okay. yeah, incline. Does Mariam Nasser Zada, Zeta make that heel height for sure? Yeah. I don't think a mule. The okay. That, there's, okay. So there are these Dries Van Noten mm-hmm. ones that are amazing, that are gold. Mm-hmm. And I do think a metallic is a good option as yes. is like a pop of color. So this Reiki Nen makes these like padded cutout ones in sort of like a a bright blue, like mm-hmm. a like, like an Eve Klein yeah. kind of blue or a red. Like I think something like that that I can wear with black or whatever. I also just think these are packing for a summer trip and being like a heel is an annoying thing to bring in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, am I going to wear it? Yeah, am I yeah, need yeah. It? But this feels like it mm-hmm. packs so well. It's so easy and it has, yes. it's an option. Okay. And also Stodd does this Simone mule and cream mm. that is very chic. We went into the Stodd store recently and the shoes are so good. I was like, what shoe designer did they poach who's, from who's like Kate or something? Yeah. It looks so good. What I have my eye on is the Janine mule. Mm-hmm. It looks like a it looks like a Manola Blana. It's Almond pointed toe. with a square toe. Oh, it's, square it's like toe. slightly pointed, slightly square toe mule. Well, because I love those. Like a slide, like a slipper yeah, slide. Yeah, and it has, back. it's got yeah. a sling back, which is huge because I love the Manolo Blahnik Ballerimu, but they're impossible to walk in for you, me. Yeah, yeah. You've been there with me when no, I tried. No, I've watched you walk in. <laughs> it's yeah. so bad, but I love that look so much. And so this is basically that, but with a sling back. Totally. And, you know, a lower price. How are you doing on t-shirts these days? I... God, Claire, a lot of thoughts, um, more than you probably said. You know, the truth is that this totally falls into the category of a good summer dress. Like when you find the right t-shirt, that's your t-shirt preference. Yes. And I feel like basically 
I felt really good about my t-shirts for a while. And mm-hmm. then I think they all have deteriorated at exactly the same rate. So they, this is the thing about t-shirts all, is they just don't last forever. They don't. Yeah. It turns out. Yeah. I had been feeling flush and now I am no more. Yeah. And now have needed to replace t-shirts and some of the ones that I liked are no longer being made. And this happens and goddamn mm-hmm. the world we live in yep. where things have to be cycled in and out even yep. in the t-shirt world. Also, I just feel like I want to just be wearing t-shirts more. I just want to be wearing yeah. t-shirts more. I think there's probably a period of time where I felt like it wasn't dressy enough and it was like too casual mm-hmm. to be wearing a t-shirt and who can take someone seriously in a t-shirt? Yeah. Back I, I don't, can't imagine. Can't imagine someone, someone seriously, seriously in a t-shirt. Who fucking cares? And then early Zoom of being like, yeah. I need to put on something more because yeah. I like wearing a t-shirt just feels and looks so boring and I don't want to stare at myself in this. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm past that. And at this point, I would like to be wearing a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. with either like an interesting bottom or shoes or earrings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something else will mm-hmm. do the work and it is not going to be my top. And do you mean like a cotton t-shirt? I mean like yeah. 100% cotton yeah. t-shirt, yeah. ideally. So I recently discovered, quote unquote, mm-hmm. Buck Mason. Mm. Um, I don't know why, but I had been ignoring them. I don't know if it's because... I know why, because it was like, when did they introduce women's? I always thought it was a men's brand. It was a men's brand. Okay. I think that was definitely part of it. Yeah. I don't exactly know when they introduced yeah. women. Also, the words Buck and Mason say, are a little- It feels very like, you're. are you building a house? It felt like a flannel menswear line, yes. right? And so I think I was like, this couldn't possibly be for me. Turns out it is, and it's basically like Jenny Kane meets Alex Mill. Mm, what a pitch. What a pitch. It's neutrals in the Jenny Kane yeah. vibe, but then a little bit more just like basic and to mm-hmm. the point in okay. an Alex Mill um, okay. sort of way. So I got myself a Pima Boxy Crew and a Pima Slim Crew, both of which are 100% cotton. Grown and sewn in the U.S. Great. And like 45 bucks. Oh, um, that's a nice price. Which I know, like friends I know, t-shirt pricing has gotten to be so yeah. crazy and that's still not zero dollars by any stretch. But compared to some of the things I have been seeing, this feels very reasonable. Yeah. I would also like the slub muscle tank and the Pima muscle tank dress because I really like a muscle tank yeah, or like that too. muscle cut. And yeah. it's hard to come by. Yeah. Found at 180 the store, another great boutique in Tribeca. It's a British brand, all made in Japan. I don't know what this means, but it sounds good. Knit on an antique loop wheel machine. Oh, that does sound nice. Doesn't it sound mm-hmm. nice? Mm-hmm. They have this style that I'm very into. It's a cropped crew neck called Hayaka. And it has that good, it gives that good neckline where it peeks out over the- You love a high I crew. I love a high crew. A high crew. Yeah. High chew, high crew. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep, totally. Sunspell is an extremely classic English company that's been around since 1860. Mm-hmm. These teas really hold up. So this is one of my like last remaining teas yeah. from yeah. my they last do really tea, you know, yes. acquisition uh-huh. spree. If you're into color, they also do good colors. They have like a denim blue and they have a port red. Mm-hmm. Their gray um, is also really classic and good. They do a great gray. They do a great yeah. gray. They also do a good boxer and a good boxer oh. brief. They are known for their men's underwear. So if anyone has been looking... That has been a struggle in my household lately. You know who just t-shirts don't hold up, but they're great? Who? Skin. I'm just mentally scanning the t-shirt shelves at Noodle Stories. But, you know, those skin t-shirts yeah, are totally. so thin and so good. But they're they get but they're so thin. They're so yeah. thin, but yeah. they're so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another just a great go-to t-shirt line is The Great, which is, you know, the former current Elliott designers have this line. It's it's just more just an honorable mention to tell you. I think they're just a very reliable source of like worn in, extremely soft tees, good neckline, good shoulder. They do line. interesting cuts. Yeah, I like the, the crop tees that they do, but I, I do like those good colors too. This is also a bit of a journey for me. I've never been much of a button down person. And I think it's like a boob thing mm-hmm. of just being mm-hmm. like, I don't know how this is supposed to fit me. I yeah. don't know where it's like, it's mm-hmm. either like too boxy or it's too fitted yeah. or it's this or it's mm-hmm. that. And I think what I 
was missing is that I wasn't wearing it right or I wasn't like trying to wear it the right way. Mm. It was a, it was an issue with my own creative thinking, not the product okay. itself, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah. So it has been big for me to realize that you can wear a button down like it's a, like a jacket or a cardigan. Mm. Just wearing it mm -hmm. open. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah, yeah. like the sheer- With something underneath. With, <laughs> with something underneath. A tank, a mm -hmm. tee, a mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. underneath. Mm -hmm. Like- this feels like a really yeah. good answer. Yeah. Leander Medine had a recent newsletter where she mm -hmm. styled this in just like very cute ways, mm -hmm. um, tucked underneath the t-shirt, untucked underneath, mm -hmm. another button down, like buttoned and oh, buttoned that's up and layered. Cute. I mean, very cute. Okay. Um, all very cute. Amy Smilovic, God love mm -hmm. her, Tibby designer, yeah. um, and our favorite styling nut on the internet. Yeah. Take a button down and pull the, oh, right. the, the tail. She like ties it in the back. Oh, she buttons it in the right, back. Right, right, right. She right. attaches two buttons in the back yes. and it becomes kind of like a cape or blouse. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So that feels mm -hmm. very compelling. Mm -hmm. Also tying it up. Like, I struggle to do that in a way that doesn't always end up looking just like weird. Some people do it really well. Didn't she have a trick for this? She has a trick for this and I've seen other tricks for this because I really like this look. I think it suits yeah. me because I also think our pants are hitting the right place now where yeah, like uh -huh. it works. Mm -hmm. But I think it is very tricky to not get the like full hit me baby one more time or the Annette Funicelli. Yes. Like where it's like those the puffing are the two. Out. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, either yeah, you're yeah. like yeah. either it's like full blown Britney crop yeah. top or yes. it's like this weird like 60s beach Puffy. Yeah. situation. Uh -huh. So Amy Smilovic's tip is that basically right. yeah. you tie the tails you just make little like knots on the tails yeah. to get the right like yes. height. Yes, yes. <laughs> and tightness. And then you button the buttons from there. Right. The other thing I saw on YouTube that was really good. I'm going to struggle to explain this. You take the tails. You take one tail and you loop it up mm -hmm. the bottom of the shirt and you loop it through, through. between, yeah, yeah, between yeah. two of where two of the buttons yes. sit. And yeah. then you take the other tail and you loop it in the other direction. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And you don't tie yeah. anything. They're okay. just like two tails. Yeah, that's smart. Which means there's not like a weird knot sitting yeah. there that's bulky and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. So I have two button downs yeah. that I've been, yeah. that I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. The Alex Mill double button shirt, which buttons up the back. Yes. Um, Which is great for this like jackety thing. Because I also think sometimes in the summer, I get this ill-conceived notion that like, oh, the less clothes, the better. When sometimes you actually kind of need to cover your shoulders and stuff because or you get overheated slash like cover up the sweat and like the chafing yes yes yes, yes. yeah so this is a great answer to that because yeah. you can also like unbutton the back and mm, it's extra breezy so it's loose loose yeah uh-huh and then this line is stella uh -huh. makes a gemma shirt that it's oh. that's like more menswear -y. i think you'd be very into okay. them and they're oversized and they're handmade in southern italy uh -huh. at a small tailoring shop it's shop that's making shirts for three generations and it's that's sort of like banker stripes but in like a more fun way yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. We have talked about Shafa Studio before, and we you have. got me a custom shirt for my birthday, I think, last yeah. year. And it's the most beautiful shirt I own. And they have a Madewell collab. Yeah. Which is huge. Yes. Yeah. My, like, favorite go-tos during the summer are the Alex Mill ones. Those yeah. are they're really good. But one that I don't have from Alex Mill that is, feels very important is an Oxford, like yeah. an Oxford material. Yeah. yeah. Citizens of Humanity has this button down that they make in every possible material and color with good reason because it's just a great great perfect button down it's called the kayla shirt and madison snyder from pure fine art uh turned us on to it it's like, she pitched it perfectly it yes was just, she was like i have a thing for you yeah and it was like was right. it was before thingies were a thing and yes. she this is her thingy it, it is actually just the best. And I, it, you got to do it in the Oxford. I have it in the pale blue and the white and the Oxford. And it's just such a good like beach, 
but I also like that you should get, it's so good Erica and it'll look really good on you okay like it won't, the boob thing won't be an issue it's oversized like the the, the sleeve scrunch yeah great it's real good it's okay real good I, okay. I feel I, it's a I feel good recommending it to you can we talk about heat accessories yes one thing that has been huge for me and I need to like remember to bring it back into the rotation is just a fan carrying just a handheld a, fan like a paper yes. fan a and paper a, fan yes. MoMA sells this beautiful one by mm -hmm. Nishikawa Shiraku Shoten, a Tokyo-based mm -hmm. company that has been designed. Kyoto-based. Oh, sorry. A key, a key, I got if the, your notes are to be believed. A Kyoto-based company that has been designing and producing handheld fans since 1585. Amazing. And MoMA has these exclusive colors and they're very, very, very good. But anyway, I mean, obviously fans are, these fans are easy to come by in general. I mean, I always buy them on vacation, like random, like the cheesy, like souvenir fans. They're delightful. That's a great souvenir. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. I love them. I also kind of think of like a party or wedding favor. That's not <gasps> a bad That's such move. a good wedding favor. Oh my God. Why does nobody do that? Everybody's always sweating at these weddings in the summer sitting there. You need to give out cute fans. fans. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Cute fans. The RIP to the line Odem. They used to make really cute fans. Oh, they did. Yeah. This is like such a longer conversation for another day, but I went to- <laughs> You went this, to a line dancing. I went to a line event. dancing event party hang called stud country uh -huh. it is this like queer led line dancing crew and it is so cool and it is so fun and they're based in la but they mm -hmm. also do events in san francisco weekly and then every now and then come to new york mm -hmm. and it was hundreds of people in this space called the georgia room at the freehand mm -hmm. hotel and it was so fun and it was so hot mm -hmm. because it's hundreds of people dancing yeah, yeah, right yeah. There were people who whipped out fans. And I was like, oh gosh, you are it. geniuses. These like, people had been before. This was not their doing. first rodeo. Not their first rodeo, Claire. Yeah. Wow. It was also just so cute to like watch people like yeah. fanning themselves. It just blows my mind every time that I'm like hot on a subway platform when I get out a handheld fan and I'm like, wow, this it works. Piece, this work, this really works. <laughs> this technology. There's no technology involved. Yeah. The, well, quite simple technology of waving. waving this technology has been around since at least 1585. <laughs> at least. They really do work. <laughs> you know, the other thing that works huh? is peppermint oil. You did use to lose all. I, I can I picture standing on a subway platform yeah. with you where you're just like so hot and you're dousing yourself <laughs> in peppermint oil, just like so much peppermint oil. I the one that I really want to recommend is the that's like sh quite chic is the Demamil Altitude Oil. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's meant for flying because it's also supposed to calm you. But also like you put it under your nose, actually. Uh -huh. And it one also masks sense, which is helpful in sweaty situations. But it also just cools you down. It's quite calming. But straight peppermint oil behind your ears at your temples, huge. I mean, for migraines too, but just it, it will cool you off. Ugh, the you know, you know what's more eternal than like trying to get dressed in the summer is trying to get dressed in the rain in the Hot summer. Rain. Hot rain. Okay. <sighs> I see that you've recommended some things here and I've, I'm skeptical. I, I would like to pitch you basically. Okay. And I would like to hear yeah, your responses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So- the one big issue is footwear. Mm -hmm. um, it is the biggest. The biggest. I think certain, if I'm being extremely lazy about it, I'm just wearing like a Birkenstock EVA. And yeah. then, but then it's like you have to wash your feet when you get home and it's pretty disgusting. But is that more or less disgusting than wearing a clog that is getting like filled with water? Okay. <laughs> the concept here, a rain or like a gardening clog, yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I mean- I'm picturing normal amounts of rain. I'm picturing not buckets. I don't think these clogs are going to fill yeah. up with buckets of rain. No, but it's still, it doesn't even matter. It's still seeping into your foot. 
into your toes, sure, the and toe then you area. Shake it out. I don't know, but, Gross. but there's nothing to. What are you gonna do? Wear a soggy do you know sneaker? What I, yes. Okay, so I think it's like a soggy sneaker, no. a platform sandal, or the the best thing I've seen, and I distinctly remember seeing it and being like, I think that's the answer. Is like a jelly, basically, like a perforated Melissa. Okay. I, at some point, used to wear those native shoes that now children wear. Um, you did? Before children discovered them. I never, when? Free children, like 2010. I never 2009, knew this about you. When that brand came out, because I was like, maybe this is the answer. Do you know what you actually really don't want? A perforation. I know, but you've got to have like enough perforation. Do you no, remember Claire, when we were- Claire, <laughs> when there is perforation, the water just gets in along with the grime. It's really disgusting. And Okay, but hear me out. Do you remember- like I, this day is etched into my memory. We had a team building exercise during of a kind okay. at the Met. It was mm-hmm. so hot. It was so mm-hmm. rainy. We were mm-hmm. all so fucking miserable. Also, because we all lived in Brooklyn, like schlepping our asses uptown. You have to walk a while from the subway to the Met. We we're all drenched. And we see this woman, not as affiliated with our organization, walking from the sixth train to the Met, wearing what was essentially like a ballet flat. Melissa yeah. that was like crisscross. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was it's oh it's like it's not like a native like there's a lot of opening there so it has yeah. room to come in and out and because it was ballet flat it's pretty shallow so you're not there's not like a it's not a vessel in that same way. I think that that is a concept works extremely well if you're not in a city. I think that yeah. this I don't want this the street slosh yeah, entering because it actually can't. It doesn't. I just know where think to go. that the, the street slosh is definitely entering your clog and it's staying there. I'm trying to get an <laughs> elevated clog that's getting the me elevation. The okay, the elevation is going to help. Okay, okay, I think the best answer for clogs is the CV's bodega clog. Yeah, which is open in the back and it's angled mm-hmm. and it's like covering your foot enough. Birkenstock also makes these super Birkies that you know feel. It's like, a clog also. Yeah. Okay. These all feel like I think they're and they're like platform enough that you're yeah. not sitting on the ground. Okay. Um, I don't think that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Gardner has these Italian and French clogs mm-hmm. that are for gardening, so they're yeah. at least me- these are all like, at least meant yeah. to get wet. Yeah. You can yeah. also just rinse them off if. Uh-huh. Be. Look, I don't think there's a perfect answer. I think this is the answer staying inside. The answer's not going anywhere. Exactly. Or like just being escorted in a car from and have somebody hold an umbrella over you. And throwing the rain jacket over the puddle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a Cary Grant movie. Uh-huh. I think that's exactly what we should all be doing. Yeah. The other category is the rain jacket, the like summer rain jacket. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think there are two options. I think you either go with the lightest rain jacket in existence, yes. which in my opinion is the Patago- mm-hmm. Patagonia Houdini, which we have talked about before. Yeah. Or are we trying a poncho? I don't see why not. Because at least yeah. then you're, there's somewhere for the hot air to go. You're yeah. not just like zipped into a thing. I mean, I will say I have one of the lightweight Stutter Himes and it's yeah. quite lightweight and it it does the job for yeah. me. It's, a, it's just a traditional classic raincoat shape, but it's very thin. Stutterheim also does a thing called a Loma lightweight zip poncho, which is oh, short yeah. sleeve. That's super smart. And, yeah. I love that. Because also it's yeah. not your like forearms that are the issue. Yeah. And it's yeah. also hooded. And then Rain Kiss does mm-hmm. this thing. This has sleeves. It's on the cusp of a poncho. Yeah. But they're really long and yeah. have tons of patterns. And then Rain's does a cape. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's this one by Puebco, which is the chic line. They mm. do a lot of home stuff. It's a rubberized khaki poncho. It's 75 bucks. It does not have a hood, though. It has to have a hood. I know. I know. I know. I That's know. You can't solve that problem. We can't. Listen, I don't know. I'm next so, year we solve rain. I'm this so year we, flummoxed this by way this. We, this Have year we, we ever only shared that, that at some point in our entrepreneurial journey, we really wanted to start an umbrella company? No, I don't think we did. Well, that's just We a little, gave up on that dream, but it was a real That's just vision. a little gift for the listeners. And we had a great name. Did, what was the name? Um, 
And then the oh, URL that I just finally let go into the world, if anybody would like to grab it, is was come get them. Because we also wanted to sell them on street corners the way you do newspapers, mm-hmm. like the way you sell a New York Post yeah, yeah, yeah. and have like dispensers because people always, that's when people need umbrellas. It honestly could be a huge business. I just, I still believe in this business. I don't want to run it. But the premise was like, we both have these incredibly lightweight, really good, small Japanese Japanese umbrellas, umbrellas that are life-changing, especially when you're in a city and can't just yeah. keep umbrellas in your trunk. And it rains all the fucking time. And basically, like, think about Bagu and that business and all of the potential for, like, brand partnerships and patterns and everything. Again, I don't want to do this business. Um, we may still have some of the various URLs that were all plays on. Um, we definitely have half a deck. You know what? Bagu should just do it. Bagu yeah. should make umbrellas. Yeah. Because that's what we imagined. But, like, really, really lightweight, really small. I'm so, yeah. Um, come get them. <laughs> okay. Come get them. That's the show. <laughs> This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.